welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to, again, empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here, and I'm super excited. This month, we're going to be highlighting Mamie Mijares. She is the LYF executive assistant and just all around jack of all trades. And I'm just so happy that we're going to get the opportunity to get to know her story a little bit more, how she found LYF, and just the incredible contribution that she's had on the organization. So, Hi, Mimi. Hello. Hi, hi. <laughs> I'm really excited. But yeah, let's, let's get into this. Yes. Exciting. <laughs> awesome, Mimi. So to start off, um, tell us what it is that you love about yourself and how has this quality helped you overcome difficult moments in your life? Since you sent this to me the other day, I've been ruminating on this question because you know the thing that pops up? Do you remember high school quotes like in, in the yearbook? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so the first thing that popped up was was the one that I, I used and it's be soft. Do not let the world make you hard. Do not let the pain make you hate. Do not let the bitterness steal your sweetness. Take pride that even though the rest of the world may disagree, you still believe it to be a beautiful place. Mm. So I like that I'm soft. <laughs> I, I like that sometimes it, it does get uh, mixed up with weakness or yeah, being meek, but I, I love that I'm able to be comforting and very gentle, um, especially when it comes to other people, when it comes to teaching or when it comes to even performing, like that soft voice. I remember my um, my spoken word teacher, well, Professor Kip, he was like, it's very easy to be loud, but it is even harder to be soft. Mm-hmm. And, and that was seen as a strength for me. I think that it's helped me overcome so many hard so many hard moments in my life it's be kind to myself and to be soft and to be gentle because it's harder for me to be angry than than it is for me to be sad <laughs> but i think that being sad um allows me to to look into that love more. So like if I'm I'm fighting with someone, like I, I just get sad that it's happening. I'm upset that like there's conflict. I'm not just trying to fight fire with fire. It's like uh it's like water, trying to douse water on everything. And then um it's it's funny too because when I'm sometimes when like I have 
anxiety attacks and everything, I, I like have to use water sometimes. So it's just like that softness and that, that fluidity, like I need that contrast. And I, I realized that like life is really hard and it's really harsh, but I'm that softness. I'm that contrast and I can offer that to myself. So that's really nice. I, I like that. I'm, I'm really gentle. <laughs> Absolutely. And I see it so much, you know, in your personality and, and how you, yeah, how you show up and it, it's very refreshing. And as you were talking about that quote, um, it reminded me one of my favorite bands is Incubus and there's a song called The Warmth and it's all about that about how like not everybody there's like a line that says not everyone here is cold hearted something like that and um, and that really resonates and it's all about like feeling the warmth here on earth while you can so I, I love that you brought that up and it's um, and it's so true you know there, it's so easy to get cold hearted and it, it takes courage to stay to stay soft and gentle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that like, especially working in the service industry, it can make you feel so jaded helping people um, in general. And just like it, and I've I've had like customers just yell at me. And then um, like I've gone to my mom about this because she's she's worked a lot of different service jobs, and she's like, well, all you have to do and all you have to remember is that this anger is coming from somewhere else and they're directing it toward you. And then my mom was like, you just have to be kind and you have to remember that like they're people too. And also she, sometimes she's like, sometimes I just feel sorry for them because it means that they can't control their anger to the point where they just take it out on a completely stranger. And like, she's like, you have to feel for them. I'm like, okay, that's like a lot harder than the other alternative. Just yelling back, you know, it's so, it's so true. And it's so important because like, if we just refuse to listen and like refuse to like take that moment of like, oh, like I, I feel for you, then we're just, we just feed fire into fire. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and then yeah. it always makes me think back to um like the four agreements and like the first one's about don't take things personally and how people are projecting based on um their experience and and that's really a lot a, a lot of times that's what's happening that we end up becoming the triggers for for people that actually mm-hmm. has nothing to do with you <laughs> has everything to do like with their past um their childhood trauma you know so many so many layers. So, you know, as a, as a person that works in for you, like a person that's working in the service industry, like people may not realize it, but imagine if like your smile made someone's day, you know, and like you're offering so much warmth, maybe so much warmth that people aren't used to either. And that can actually be a trigger for people too. So, you know, you're doing a great, great um, service when you're in that role, you know, and I, and I personally think waiters and waitresses and um, everyone in the service industry should get more respect because it's, um, it's a hard job. Yeah. It's hard to offer kindness to others when they do not receive it well or (laughs) give it back. The thing is, is that like, that's, that's what we, we do. I think one of the, like when you think about hotels and restaurants and all, all those places. And like when I found out that UNLV has a hospitality major Mm. or like that there is a hospitality thing, it's, it's a whole um, industry 
devoted to warmth and to giving someone comfort and like and you and it's really hard to learn that you just have, and I I feel for everybody in the service industry right now because it's it's a lot but yeah well, let's dive into um, just telling us a little bit about your journey with LYF. How did you find us? And tell us what you're doing now for the organization. I always say the, the, the story of finding LYF is so funny to me because I was, so I was here. I came from um, UCSB and I was staying here for winter break. That's, that's it. And I was so sad <laughs> because the person I was dating at the time, I found out that they had a partner oh. I didn't know and they didn't tell me, or at least like they, they were like, Oh, I'm like, I'm not supposed to be in a relationship, but like the relationship isn't defined. But I was like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so I broke it off and I was just sad. And like my, my uncle um, he's actually, he's friends with Alicia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who's friends with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and he, he was like, oh, well, there's an open mic. I know that you do that thing. You know, like I do spoken word and stuff. So I was like, oh, okay. And, and I almost didn't go. And, but my mom was like, no, you got to get out of the house. You get like, she's like, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He's stupid. It's his loss. You go out there, you have fun. And I was like, okay. And then I had just turned um, 21 at the time. So, um, and this was like the first time that I ever went to an open mic in a bar. And that was so cool. My, my uncle bought me wine and that was (laughs) <laughs> so I go in and it's at, it's at Juicy Beats. I remember seeing it and the lights were so cool and everyone was sitting down on pillows. There was a group of people just along the bar, but they weren't pointed toward the bar. They were pointed toward the makeshift stage of pillars of like speakers. And then there's, um, and then everyone's in the background and then, um, and it's just, it was so cool because I was like, wow, I was, I, I was taking mental notes in my head because I read, I, I ran open mics and everything and I made them for, um, UC SB Poets Club. So I made it for Poets Club and, um, and I was like, okay, so I, that's a really good setup make sure people are sitting down so that like it's in an intimate space and yeah like doing the speakers that way like using it to frame the stage that's that's a really good idea and then I was just taking mental notes of all the lighting and everything I'm like what (laughs) um and then um I saw how you guys were were doing it and then um I was like also taking notes I was like oh like I don't think that um maybe I should do a digital sign-up sheet instead because like I saw you guys like with the paper and stuff. I'm like, maybe I, we could do something like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and like, I, I was just coming up with all these ideas. I was actually writing notes. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fun. Cause then you came and then you came to our very first event, right? December, 2018. (laughs) I think that's so funny because I was just thinking about Poets Club the entire time and what I could do. Um, And then I was like, this is so cool. And the way that you guys set up everything and the vibe of the event, um, the fact that Phil kept on saying, respect the mic. I wrote that down. (sighs) I wrote that down. And I was like, 
oh my fucking God, I need to use that. I hope they let me use that. Like, (laughs) oh God, it was so cool. And like, I got... I, I drank enough wine to the point where I had the courage to sign up. <laughs> um, I never do that. I never like sign up for the, like for a very first time at places. I usually like feel for it, but it was such a, and like when I saw that there was a massage table in the back, I was like, what, where am I? This is Vegas. <laughs> I it felt like it felt like I had stepped into Ivy, which is the, like the college town that I lived in in Vegas, and that was so weird to me because I, I didn't think that that type of vibe. Because when when I think about Ivy, it's like house parties, but you go you walk down the street and you can walk into any house party and they're welcoming and like mm-hmm. you can and you like see people on the street and. Like when I walk down um, to go to class and then I come back, like I bump into a friend, we go to their house and like we hang out for a few hours. It's like spontaneous, welcoming, comforting all around, like good vibes. And that's what I felt there. That is the environment that OIF provided. Um, So I felt empowered enough to go on stage and actually recite a poem that I read off of my phone, I'm pretty sure. And that was so cool because I was like this, uh, the way that you guys set it up, especially pivoting everything towards self-love and self-expression and focusing on that. That was what I was doing with Poets Club. Um, And that was, that's the main thing that I do. I want to empower people and encourage people to use their voices. And I saw that in LYF and I saw that at that open mic and I was like, wow, that's so cool. Um, so I, so I, I was really excited because I like, I knew that I was going to move back, like back here. Well, not back here. Cause I've never lived here before, but I was going to move here, um, after college. So it was like, oh, there's like actually an artistic scene where they practice self-love. That's so cool. <laughs> but yeah. And after that, I, was it you? You messaged me on the LYF. Yeah, Instagram. Was mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, so, um, so Monica messaged me and she's like, do you want to sign up for the next open mic? Um, and I was like, no, I can't. I'm going back to school. And then we like chatted about where I go to school, what I do there, what I do with Poets Club. And then we were like, let's collab. And then we just <laughs> agreed to do a collab. And then um, we we started planning in January. We like settled it down and like um, the settled the funding and everything in February, March. And then um, by... May, it was in May, right? Mm -hmm. We had a love yourself expression open mic. And and we had a workshop. It was a, it was a meditation writing workshop. Like, so, so we combined like our powers and it was such an amazing event. And we did it at Biko Garage, Mm -hmm. which had the same vibe as like, art all around the walls it's literally someone's garage it's it's in a co-op and um and like there's a merch table and there's just a mic and like there's sofas and pillows everywhere and it's just it was so cool because it really did align like our missions aligned and every everything 
um, came together really, really well. It was, and it was Cam, Sonia, Don, mm-hmm. you, Marisol, and Phil, and Phil, mm-hmm. yes. And they all stayed in my house. You did. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> it was so fun. And then um, it was so cool because, like, I I just asked my friends. I was like, "Okay, guys, uh, I'm holding this event, and six people don't have housing. Well, not housing, but like hotel room. Like, it's kind of expensive, and like, we're all all on a really tight budget. Like, can they just stay here and?" that that's what you guys did <laughs> um, just sleeping bags air mattresses in the living room I was, oh so grateful oh my god and it's so cool to think of how far we've come because now so we did that collab and that was like my last hurrah as as president of poets club and that was like the last really big event I, I did because I was I was going to do like a um, Sarah Kay and Phil Kay, but that was way too expensive. And I was like, that's not I don't think I can really do that. Um, but it was so nice. And it was Kismet because I met you guys and then I was looking for a collab, an event to do for like for my last thing. I was like, I need to do something to give to um, to my kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I need, like, I need to give them something like, this is what I, this is what I stand for. So hopefully like you see this and like you continue this throughout the generations. It was just really cool. Like, um, it felt like fate, like meeting you guys and, mm-hmm. um, and doing that collab. And now I am here, executive assistant. I'm running the blog and editing things and I'm like I like I'm doing little things in every single thing because it's like Poets Club trained me to do this yeah I know and it's so it's so cool and I'm so grateful because it's like and and it sucks that sometimes I'm like oh, like I'm not performing anymore and like I don't have uh, I don't know it's I'm taking I'm taking a break because it's because the last four years I've just been performing writing a poem every single week and, and like writing and everything but I'm trying to like fall in love with writing again so I've started journaling I'm taking a step back from all that stuff and just focusing on like that mission mm-hmm. of like encouraging empowering people to use their voices that's what I do for the organization now um I'm like mainly admin um like I started it in events and admin and like I I run the events like I'm like an assistant to the events and then I'm like an assistant to my admin so like I I try to do like a little bit of everything because that's kind of what I've always done I've always ran things and also performed in them (laughs) that's my I guess that's like my thing Mm, yeah, wow. it's so great to see the evolution, and um, because part of the the vision I always had, which is why it felt so right when we chatted on Instagram back in the day, was be- um, I've always wanted to take LYF to to different colleges and different mm-hmm. schools, and um, do uh, pop up events in different places. So when we had that opportunity, it was like our first time ever. And the fact that we got sponsored to go and it was just so wonderful. And it was such a, 
like you had said, it was it was your vision and my vision aligning so great. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm so grateful because it it all fits and it continues to fit. You know, even with COVID this year, we haven't been doing events, but we've been focusing on so many other things, and it's just been so cool just to see how it's all growing. And and for me. I mean, it's been such a journey just to see, and it's so it's such a blessing to see the different people that just come to help with LYF, and it's so cool. And and I just I kind of put it in the hands of the universe. I'm like, universe, please help me, <laughs> please bring the right people. <laughs> and the universe has, and then you've, I mean, you've been tremendously, like you've helped so much, and and not only just like like with the things to do, but just like emotionally, because for me, um, you know, as the, as the leader of this, um, there's a lot that goes into it where sometimes you just like at the beginning I was doing a lot and, but to see like the right people pop up and not only that, just the, that you find the people that really care and want to do it as good as you would do it, you know? And, and that's what I always felt with you and, and continue to feel that. And it, it makes me just so grateful to, to have you as like my, just my right-hand person and just as my friend, you know, through this. And it's, uh, like I said, it's been such a, uh, it's been such a huge help <laughs> that I can't stress <laughs> it enough. <laughs> I have I have tears in my eyes. Um, <laughs> it's just as someone and and it sucks because like career wise, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I'm working at a restaurant. I'm like, this is what I'm doing with my life, and this is the, it's gonna take steps. Like I started with Poets Club, now I have the Love Yourself Foundation, and you guys and like especially you, Monica, like you gave me the opportunity to continue doing what I love and in the way that I love to do it, like on my own terms, <laughs> you, know, like you, you give us so much freedom, but also like you, you're, you're able to like, um, like you're not micromanaging everything and it's, and like, you're letting everything. Cause I, I am also like a big believer in like the law of magnetism, but at the same time, like I do, and I have seen as a leader and like, as I, as I've gotten feedback as a leader that I do tend to control things. And I, and like, this is teaching me to take like more steps back, like try not to, to sweat the small stuff because like at the end of the day, the thing that we're focusing on is our mission. And so long as we're getting that mission out and so long as we're helping others, is that's what we're doing it for. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Um, like all that small stuff doesn't matter as much as getting that out there and getting what we what we want to do out there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you. You know, it's to lead is such a, you're learning so much, you know, along the way. And I'm grateful for the opportunity. And I, and I really, I see the Love Yourself Foundation as a, um, just a gift, you know, the, from the universe and we're all taking care of it and just doing our best, you know, and showing up every day and doing what we can uh, to, to continue, like you said, the mission. And I'm equally just grateful for all of you <laughs> and always will be, you know, and it's just so amazing to see other growth. And I couldn't have, I mean, I remember it was uh, back in early 2019 and uh, a friend 
of mine showed me like that quote was like, if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together or something like that. I'm probably butchering the quote, <laughs> but that's it. You know, like this, is, <laughs> this has been a collective effort and I couldn't have made it this far with, by myself. So just so grateful to, to have you and have the others and so excited to see what the years will bring. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. It's, it's so different, you know, um, like when, when I was doing Poets Club and everything, like I, it's so, it's so nice because having a team, like remembering what it's like to have a team, but it's not only a team, like, uh, like it's, it's a family. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I felt at Poets Club. And that's what I still feel because like we, we did collab still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, we didn't get to go there, but we did an online collab and it went really great. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And like the, yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little bit. So what are this year, our, we did um, an event, a virtual event, and then we did the pandemic pen pal. Do you want to talk about that a little? Yeah, yeah so, we, um, so we had everybody sign up. Uh, for this pen pal thing, and we gave prompt um, writing prompts um, to spark the conversation. Like you didn't have to talk about that or anything, but like it was people from SB and people and LYF followers. So it was Poets Club and LYF followers and members, and it was just our way to bring people together during such a weird time um, where you can't meet new people and go to open mics and stuff. <laughs> but um, so that, that was our, our way of doing it. So like we all got um, paired with a pen pal and we like basically just got to know strangers. And then at the end of it, basically it's just like a celebration and also like a coming together. We had an open mic. So, and that was all online. It was all through email and it was all through Zoom. Like we did a Zoom open mic. So it was just, it was really cool. It was unlike anything I've ever tried to do before. It was confusing to plan, but especially with like meetings and stuff because everyone's a college student. So you like, it's a lot to go around and like everything's so crazy because everyone's trying to like pack up all their stuff and go home, try to figure out where they're going to live and, and also be a student, but also like trying to put this event on like this, this networking event. And it's, and it's so cool. It came together so well. And I'm so happy. Thank you to everybody at Poets Club. Like, thank you, Julie and Annie and like everyone there. So, so amazing. They really brought it to life. Yeah, no, it was so wonderful. And man, I love UCSB. So grateful. I feel like we have a fam there and I'm, you know, I'm excited to go back there. You know, we'll go back there hopefully next year. <laughs> we'll see. But it'd be wonderful to see everybody again. Yeah, I, I really hope so because I, I miss it so much. I, and like, and I know that like, I feel like my time there or like my experience there is limited because like my friends are graduating soon. So it's different. (laughs) Such good times. (laughs) All right, Mimi. Well, let's talk more now about just a little bit more on like your personal journey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Share with us any pivotal uh, life lessons you've had that have strengthened uh, the love and acceptance that you now feel within yourself and, and continue to work on, you know, as we know, it's a, it's a journey. So yeah, let us t- tell us a little bit about that. Uh, this is like the nitty gritty. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, it's so hard because like I to talk about this stuff, it's still it's still hard to even talk about like therapy, but um, or talking therapy, but like I'll, I'll I but I want to talk about it, and it was it was a pivotal point in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, was in a relationship for for a really long time. It was like four and a half years. And I think like when I look back at it now, I like I was chipping away at myself to fit into this relationship and to fit into this mold I was forming for myself. I mean, that there was a lot of um, toxic things in the relationship, like um, on both sides. But like this, this is what I was doing. And I tried to cut it off. Um, I tried to cut off the relationship. My partner at the time would not let me. They they did some things that kept me there for another six months. And then I tried to get out again, again, like, and and it sucks because like I, I did some toxic things so that I could get out of the relationship. Like I felt like I had to, in like to do that, like you, you make the other person like hate you or something like that. Um, and it was just so, it was like a low, like it was a really, really bad low in my life and trigger warning for like self-harm. But I did that for a few months, like every, every few weeks, and it was like clockwork and it was like how I like cope with things because it was like, I can see something heal. So I would just like do like very bare um, like scratches and then like I'd leave it for three weeks and like I'd watch it heal. And then like I would do it again because mm-hmm. felt like I wasn't healing anymore. It felt like I, I didn't have that ability. Mm-hmm. And so like I finally hit that point. And then I went, I went to therapy again. So it was really difficult for me I to go back to therapy because I felt like I was okay. I think this was in my, this was my, the beginning of my third year of college, mm. the beginning of my junior year. And I, I was taking, I was ta- taking on two jobs. I had just become president of Poets Club. I, I was taking the most units that I had at the time. I went into my upper div classes. So I was taking, I was originally a double major and a minor. Um, I was doing English and communication doubling and I minored in German. And every single one of my classes was in one of those, except for like an art class. And that was like the hardest art class I've ever taken. I just wanted to take a painting class, but <laughs> I, I had to drop the art class. <laughs> Which is fine because I ended up taking art, uh, acting instead, and uh, writing class, uh, like a spoken word class. So that, that turned out just fine. I got my art in there. But anyway, it was a really dark point in my life because, like, I was taking on so many things, and I um, and like my relationship wasn't making me happy anymore. And I felt like I had to stay in the relationship out of guilt and out of responsibility for the other person. And I do not wish that feeling on anybody. I do not wish that dark corner on anyone because like I like I felt like I had backed myself into a corner and I felt like it was my fault like of course like external factors and everything but when I went to to therapy again and then I started going to group therapy and I feel like that that was like my my pivot that was when I saw that these um, and like it was it was for women, it was uh, for people who identified as women. Um, so I go into this group and I see these other beautiful women who have gone through so much pain in their lives and they're just trying to stay afloat. They are so talented and courageous and kind 
And like, they don't deserve any of that shit. And then I realized that like, I don't deserve any of that shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And like, none of this stuff is happening because I'm a terrible person. It's not because I'm too soft or too weak. It's just because sometimes people in your life, people you love will take advantage of how much you love them. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And like seeing that in others was the only way that I could see it in myself. Talking to other women about that was the only way that I could actually like see my worth really. <laughs> and so like after, um, I think in the springtime, I wasn't able to go to, go to the group anymore. I had a class during that time, but I was trying to like, um, oh no, I was still in the class. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was still in the group. <laughs> But um, I was just trying to like learn how to love myself in this relationship. And at some point, I realized that I couldn't do it. There, there were factors that kept me from doing that, kept me from being myself. Mm-hmm. And that was not healthy for me. And the reason why I learned that was because of my spoken word class. So in my spoken word class, you're supposed to journal every single day for three months. And you had to like write down what you ate, write down um, like what you were going through, like whether or not you had sex, like shit like that, you know, like everything that happened. And then um, I was like in there with my friends and what Kip did he like made us do exercises. He made us do vocal exercises, like physical exercise. Like we did like planks and sit-ups and everything in that class. <laughs> and then and then we did like vocal exercises. Um, we we went through like um, the journal was like a mental health exercise. And then and then like I remember seeing all of that into play and the fact that we were trying to create art like we were trying to create spoken word and like do these assignments but they weren't assignments it was like it felt like you were you were making what was important to you you were trying to show yourself to other people and that was like the goal like show don't tell um at least one of the goals of the class and I realized that like, I wasn't doing that. I wasn't showing myself to other people anymore. Like I felt like I had like caged myself in. And this was the, the time that I got my pixie cut and like I cut my, all my hair off and everything. It was like my transformation time um, physically too. And the day of the performance, like of our spoken word show, I ended it again. And I was like, this is, this relationship is done. I am done. And because I I had been at like for like a week or so, I had been like ruminating on it and thinking about it. And then um, my friend, um, he was like, just do it after the show. Like, don't deal with all that information and then like information and that emotion right now. And then like the day of the show, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So that morning I, I like, I cut it off and it was, it was catharsis, but it was also just like what I needed to show and to feel like I needed to show myself and to perform and to like be myself fully because I did not feel like I could be myself in that relationship. It's funny because I'm watching this Korean drama right now and it's called, it's okay to not be okay. And she cuts off her hair to like come off her leash to her like emotional baggage 
and that's what I did. I cut, I cut it all off. And I realized that that is what you need sometimes to love and accept yourself. You need to cut those things. Like you need to mm-hmm. sever ties. Yes. Like, like you need to let go of what does not serve you because it is so freaking hard to do any of this to continue on this journey of this self-love journey if you have people who aren't going to support you and who don't see you as as you Mm -hmm. um Mm. so I I stopped going by Mildred (laughs) that's what uh, that's what my partner had called me because like he he didn't call me May or May May he called me Mildred and that was and that was like really important to me that I keep my name like it's like Mildred is my name, like it's my real name, like whatever, like my legal name. But but May, May May is my family name. That is what I've gone by for my whole life. Mm-hmm. And that is the that was the name that like like I choose to use because like yes, it was still given to me, but it's still like I can choose whether or not I go by my nickname. Right. And so I chose to be May, like me, you know, like mm-hmm. when I talk to myself, I don't call myself Mildred. I call myself May. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I like, I felt like I allowed myself that, that reprieve. Like I allowed myself to, to be me. And like, I didn't want to be afraid anymore of like who I was or what that person would think. It's a lot to to take in it took I mean I'm I'm gonna say that was like a whole year of my life (laughs) you know it's it's not a like pivotal like second or like a minute I mean it could be if you're really lucky but it's it's like a whole it was like a whole six months of me yeah like figuring all this shit out so yeah that was that's the main thing like just sever ties you you got to do it sometimes it hurts because it's part of you yes but if that part is it's not like infecting but like I guess for lack of a better word it's like infecting the other parts of you the effect infecting the other parts that are letting you love yourself or like be kind to yourself if it's infecting that part you have to like gotta get some medicine you gotta cut it off Mm-hmm. amputate yes. <laughs> as soon as possible <laughs> uh yeah and like you're gonna feel that phantom limb for a little while but it's it, it'll go away Ta- time will heal it yeah and uh, I know it does like sometimes it comes up like that old me um and it and it's it's really it's really scary because like I'm like oh like I don't want to like change myself um for other people like I need to stop doing that because if I do that then it shows that that's okay and that's not okay and if they're not okay with me then that's that's their problem not mine um so it's it's been taking a lot of um self-reflection um of that and I think that the reason why all of that was able to come forth was because I was forced to fight my demons in that class. And I wrote about my family. I wrote about um, the things that was going on and like things that like I'm not proud of in that poem. And I showed it to people, to like an entire room of people, Mm. not even a room, a theater of people. Um, And 
it's it's out there and i i said my story i said my piece and it was completely me flaws and all and i dedicated it to my sister to my younger sister to show her that she can make as many mistakes as she wants and i'll still love her because i made a lot of mistakes and she still loves me so <laughs> Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Maymay. I've, you know, I feel like I've learned a lot more too, you know, hearing you right now and appreciate you being vulnerable. And there's so much, there's so many people that will identify with your story. And it's like, you show the beauty and transforming how, how, how much it hurts, but then how much it's worth it. And I mean, just to see like the person that I see in front of me, you know, you're so, you're so bright, like you're, you're just such a bright individual. So to understand the darkness you had to go through, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's real. And how wonderful that at the end of the day, like love and compassion for self, it, it helped you get through. And so I'm so grateful that the journey, that journey that you went through led you to, to me in my life and to, <laughs> yeah. and, and to the organization because it's, and I think that's the big thing that, um, you know, when we're doing this community work, especially like when we're doing events and stuff, like I'm not really sure what people might think, you know, at first glance when they might see us, you know, up there, but we're human, you know, we're just, we're all human here. And we're all just trying to help each other heal. And I think it's really interesting that in your story, um, a lot of your um, what really ended up helping you a lot was the community, the the community aspect in your group therapy. And that shows, like, the, I think that's why with with the events that we create with the Love Yourself Foundation and that same sense of community of like, you know, you're accepted. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're going through, we see you. We understand you. And we're here to help heal together. And so I, and I just, I love that because really without each other, it's so much harder to heal. (laughs) We need each other. (laughs) So it's just great to see how that influence that you had in your story, how that impacted you so much and, and now how you give it, you give back, you're giving back in such tremendous ways for others. And, um, and I know that, I know I'm inspired. I'm sure others are inspired by your story. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. And I've like, I've learned from books, from spoken word, from everything, going to open mics, performances, even friggin' uh, lectures that, you know, from, um, from professors and that sharing your story can open minds and change them and it can make people see that they have more control than they think they do and that mm-hmm. they're not alone exactly and, and it's, that's the that's the main like thing that i always try to push is that like you aren't alone because there are other people who are going through the, maybe not the same exact thing that you're going through but like they will be able to see like, yeah, we'll be able to see what you are feeling mm-hmm. and to remind you that you are worthy of love and mm-hmm. being seen. Like mm-hmm. I remember feeling so invisible and like, and, and it, 
and it sucks because it's just like like maybe um and, and it sucks when like people talk about mental health and everything like oh they just want attention I'm like maybe they do want attention because maybe, people exactly. need attention exactly mm-hmm. like you some people need more attention than others like it's it's hard for them to express themselves any other way I mean like when um when I was talking about like um like self-harm with my friends and everything and like it's it was the only way that I could express to them that I was in pain and it's sad and it's heartbreaking that people have to go through such lengths to show others that they are in pain yeah but sometimes like people do need attention and I, and that's not a bad thing because like we are social creatures. We depend on each other. Yes. We are an ecosystem. Yes. Like we are also part of nature. Mm-hmm. Like just, just like, um, those little birds on the hippo <laughs> have, uh, yes. a symbiotic, they have a symbiotic relationship. We have symbiotic relationships with each other and they, we, and like we give and we take. I have my mom, like I depend on my mom, like emotional support and like I give her emotional support. Like it's, it's things like that. Like you have relationships with other people um, and you need attention and that's not a bad thing. Not at all. I know. I think so much of, I think a big piece in my journey when I was going through my deep darkness was seeing that I deserved to take up space. I think I was, you know, so used to giving. And then when I found myself in that point of just such such a low, I had to like prove to myself that I just like other people, like I deserve to be here too. Like I deserve to to take up space and and that means I can also share what I'm going through, you know, and and to be heard. A lot of times that's all people really need is to just be listened to, you know, and and the beauty of being heard and, and just even, even if the other person doesn't reciprocate or, or doesn't answer, but just that they're giving you the, the attention that you need. It's so yeah. important in your healing. And, uh, and absolutely we all need each other. It's we're in part of this interdependent system and that's just the way it is. It's our nature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think back at poets club, what we did was we, uh, we had a sharing portion every meeting and we stood on the table were Ottoman at some point, <laughs> but we stood on the table and we said the pieces either that we wrote just then or like a piece that we already wrote and just being heard in a circle, like you are the center of that circle and we give as many people as we possibly can that time. And that is so powerful. Like some people like needed their hands held while reading a piece, but they still read it. And um, and like some people like have tears streaming down their face, but they still read it. Some people are so angry that they get red in the face and they still read it. Mm-hmm. Like you need that support sometimes. And I, I there's no shame in asking for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if that's what's going to keep you here and like keep you doing what you love and like what you and like doing like sharing kindness to yourself and others. Like if that's gonna if that's gonna keep you on this earth, then ask. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're worth everything. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You really are so beautiful. And I think what's um 
great is, you know, how much in your story, how much art, music has influenced your healing. And so, yeah, let's chat a little bit about that. Like, what do you, what do you do to stay balanced and how, how has like your creative outlets helped you in achieving that? I th- yeah, I think the creative outlet is definitely like the, the center of all that. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to stay balanced and everything. It's, um, so what I've been doing lately is I've been journaling. I've been um, doing a lot of, I've been drawing a lot, actually. It's, um, it's really nice. I used to, and it sucks because like I've moved so many times that I have lost all of my art from high school. Oh. The art that I did, I, I was so good. <laughs> I just get so mad sometimes. I was like, oh man, I had some really good pieces in there. Um, but yeah, like I, I am... Uh, I'm also a visual artist as as much as I am a, um, a spoken word artist. And I didn't writer. know that. That's so cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's e. Oh, I'm gonna. Just, I'm just gonna show it to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do a lot of different uh, different things. I really like drawing flowers. I I did this in crayon. Oh my god, that's so beautiful. <laughs> I yeah, love so drawing was- flowers too, Maymay. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I, so I love crayon. I love markers. I love the the less liked mediums. I like watercolor. Um, so yeah, so I, I watercolored for a really long time and stuff. So I'm trying to get back into that because I feel like I've tried to put so many things in words that I can't anymore. And I'm mm. just trying to to make people see it or like, or even just make myself see it, you know? So that's, that's what I've been trying to do now. I'm just trying to like get into things that make me feel less tired. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I've been journaling and everything. Um, I do still have a mental block toward writing and it's, I think it just might be burnout. Yeah. From doing it so much. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just trying to like balance it out with some other and like I remember like I, I did like write songs and sing for a while too so it's I do so many things like sometimes I'm like man like why do I have to do so many things why can't I just be good at one thing and like focus on that but then I'm like then I wouldn't be able to experience creating in all these different fields so exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah so I I write I draw I sing I like I haven't picked up guitar in a few weeks, but um, I'll get to that when I want to. It's just like trying to balance out all of my my hobbies and everything is is helping me like toward my mental health. Because like if I'm I I just like to create, even if it's just the um, like the Instagram highlight covers, you know. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it it makes me feel happy, and like editing the blog posts makes me feel happy you know like those are those are things that I really like to do like yeah I don't I honestly can't say that I have one sole outlet mm-hmm. I have many and um that's that's completely okay and like an, another thing that I've been like trying to stay balanced is like I'm trying to focus on my diet and like try to like be active um at least like a little bit I, I don't like to exercise I it, it's, I just don't like to. And then I, um, and I practice 
no, it's not, it's not even practice anymore. I do yoga like every like two weeks (laughs) (laughs) and I, I'm trying to like get into it and everything. I just need, I just feel like I need to get like in that mindset too. Mm -hmm. Cause I used to do it every, almost every day. I took a yoga class, but when I was in college, that was like my last, my last quarter. And I really loved it. And Mm -hmm. I love, I love the practice and I love um the fact that like my yoga teacher she like when we were doing stillness <laughs> uh-huh. um yeah so when we were practicing stillness she would always be like we we move so that we can um experience stillness and she always said that like just let the thoughts go through your day and um like if that pops up then like it's okay that you're thinking about what you have to do today. Mm-hmm. And then um, she always said like, let go of what does not serve you. And um, she, she always said that like, namaste means that I see you and we see each other. We acknowledge each other. And I just love that. I, I love that. It's, it's so that you can like, whenever I, I practice yoga, I feel like I really am in tune with my body. I feel, I feel every part stretching and I feel where my muscles are tight. I feel like what, what parts need more love than others. I, I know I need to do that more. <laughs> and then I've tried to like, I've been trying to eat more fruit and vegetables and like take my vitamins every day and like and it's so hard (laughs) like um when when I was in college I had this like routine you know it was a lot easier to do these things because like I like compartmentalized all my days but now that like I'm out and I don't have that structure as much it's been harder and harder to Mm -hmm. to make that structure for myself I've just been trying to like create that again. <laughs> Maybe not as busy, but yeah. you know. <laughs> That's great though. I mean, it all, it's just, it's like a give and take of just saying what fits and what's changing in you. And I think that's great. And I really love what you said. Your teacher said that we move so we can experience stillness. That's, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shavasana. Shavasana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I was. How was? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I I love that because she she reminded me whenever she said that that, that we need that contrast. Mm-hmm. Like we can't continue to work. I think I think that that's a good good way to think about it though. So it's like okay. So I I've been really I've been eating really healthy lately, but I really wanted a Sonic bacon cheeseburger last night, so I gave that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's all balance. Yeah, you know, yeah. So it's like, so it's like, yeah, like you can have these things in moderation. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then I was like, man, like I, I don't want to sit in my room. I don't want to be alone tonight. And I was like, my sister's upstairs, and they're playing games. So I went up there, and then I did my little design mm-hmm. covers, and yeah. I was just sitting there, like with other people. You know, sometimes you just need that, like, yes, um, you just need to think, like, what do I not want right now? it's easier to think like what I don't want than what I want. So mm-hmm. that's, that's what I, that's what I do. I'm like, I don't want to do this. And then I just think what's the closest opposite to that. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> that's like the that. easier way of me like thinking of what to do. <laughs> that's cool. And I like, that's a really good way to go about it. I think that's good. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Mimi. Well, before we close out, um, 
what is some advice that you could tell folks right now to to strengthen their relationship with themselves or bring more acceptance, um, bring more compassion into their lives? Sitting with yourself mm. is important. Whether you're um, whether you're journaling or drawing or reading or even like um, just listening to music. Mm. I think that that's a, that's a really easy, like universal thing, like just listening to music. So just, you just need to sit with yourself sometimes and then you just need to see like, and it, it helps because like it's, it's a form of meditation. I like, I, I think that just like sitting with yourself and like doing those things like is a form of meditation mm-hmm. um, because like you're letting the thoughts pass through and like, yeah, like you're doing something, but they're still coming and like really evaluate what thoughts are coming through? Like, what are you worried about right now? Um, I think what has surprised me, especially when I'm drawing, like I've just been doing line art and everything just so that um, that it's really easy. It's simple enough for me to just like, just go with the flow. Like I don't have to do any intense shading or anything like that. That's something that like has been easier for me. And like I have pens and stuff, so it looks nice, but I digress. <laughs> just Doing something really simple and sitting with yourself and seeing what thoughts come up, what feelings come up, and then like evaluating that has really helped me personally because like I think um, sometimes like when I'm drawing, I'm like, I'm worried about this. I'm like, really? Because <laughs> uh, I'm like, really? That's what's coming up right now? Um, so I'm like, okay, like, what can I, what, what am I going to do about that then? So like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I continue like drawing and stuff and I'm like, okay, like, uh, and then like, I just write, write it down to the side, like, okay, like I'll do that later, you know, and I put it aside. Cause it's like, you're, you're giving yourself time to do something that you really like one and two, like you're evaluating like what things are coming up time, um, instead of, you know. Mm-hmm. instead of like, doing your work and stuff and you're like oh like I wish I was drawing or like I wish I was like, watching a movie right now <laughs> so it's just like your self-time to do something that you like I usually just do it for like 30 minutes <laughs> yeah. yeah what happens um like 30 minutes I just like write or I draw and it I'm never cons- I'm really bad at being consistent about this it's been a lot easier since um I've been waking up earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been trying to wake up at nine every single day. Um, and these podcasts have been really helping. <laughs> <laughs> like our meetings and stuff. So it's like trying to get myself up early, um, like with the day. So it's it's been really nice to like experience sunlight and everything and like drawing and stuff. Yeah, just just do something that you like. Yeah. See what you, what comes up for you. I, that's, that's helped me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Maymay. Is there anything else you would like to add before we before we sign off? I just want to say that like you're worthy of your your own time. It's really hard to give yourself time because like I I always feel like I need to be productive, like or like I need to be like seen by others or like I need to show up. Another part of being giving attention and wanting attention is also giving yourself attention. Maybe you need um, more water. Like maybe you're actually thirsty right now, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just encouraging other people to drink water. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good thing. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, I, I'm just saying that giving your te- yourself attention is is good enough. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, this has been awesome, Maymay. I appreciate all of the all the stories you've shared, all the lessons that you've shared with us, and and your time and your commitment always to to loving yourself. And thank you for for showing up in the way that you do, and and it helps all of us love ourselves a little bit more every day. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you everyone for listening. Continue listening to the podcast. It's so great. I've been listening to it while I'm drawing actually. Um, and, and it's, it's so nice. Your, your positive F one or AF. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <good>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, and like Sonia is so funny. I love her, how her personality is coming out. And so funny. She's maybe so, like, I'm not done with that podcast yet but she's making me laugh so much and like (laughs) oh god I love it that just all the different personalities that are on this thing yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah yes but yes please everyone rate our podcast comment on it we want more people to get access to what we're putting out there to the world so please and thank you <laughs> but yes thank you thank you everyone for tuning in and for supporting our for supporting the mission so until next time bye bye, bye.